When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie and of course this podcast is late because I've had a couple of good runs where I've hit Fridays and now um, this is one of those ones where I didn't. Um, to be quite honest with you, like super, super busy with studying for this new promotional test that I'm doing. And then you have, you know, children and homework for children and things like that. I, I, yesterday, no joke, my wife was really kind, but I studied for more than 12 hours yesterday. Um, and by the end of the night at one o'clock in the morning, um, cause I took breaks throughout the day, one o'clock in the morning, I finally finished and I was exhausted. My brain hurt. It still hurts today. I haven't studied at all this morning. Well, may, I studied for about, I don't know, 30 minutes this morning. But my brain is so full, I can't cram any more in it. So we're going to do kind of a quick show, um, mostly because I don't know that I could formulate anything intelligent. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where that's at. I will say, finally a nice day in Phoenix. It's only about 78 degrees outside, and that makes me very, very happy. Um but yeah, so going forward. Okay, so this week I have uh, my promotional exam tomorrow. And then on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I have work. And while I'm at work, I will be attending an EMT refresher. So I'm going to record another show tomorrow for, and release it on Friday so we can get back on schedule. But these are going to be kind of short shows. On November 1st, uh, Tesla is releasing its results if I have time, I'll try and throw the results in uh, at the end of that show for Friday. So I'll do the news on Tuesday for release on Friday. And if I can, I'll throw the, the Tesla results at the end of the podcast with some analysis, if possible. Don't know if it will be, because like I said, I'm super slammed. Hold on one second. I got to get my iPad. It's just out of reach. Okay, let's start with the news, shall we? I hope everybody had a good week. Still, lots of listeners, which is... I'm, I'm not going to lie, man. It, it amazes me when I look at the downloads every single week. It, it just increases and increases. It used to be that we would go up a little bit and then kind of level off for a while. And then go up you know, quite a bit and then level off and maybe dip down a little bit. But we have just had a steady growth... Um, we've just had steady growth throughout like the last two months, even three months when I didn't even podcast that much in September. 
So that makes me very, very happy. I could be honest, and I, and I appreciate everybody who listens. That's really awesome. Um, hold on one minute, please. Let's turn... Sorry. Apparently I didn't cue some things up. So let's say that for output. Input for that. Alright, so that should be where we are at, right? Let's see. La 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 la. Just testing some things. Alright. Um, yes, let's start with the, the show. Sorry. Very, very, very um, amateurish. So Inside EV, Stephen Loveday. Uh, this was a, uh, an article, I think, from CNBC, but Barclays which is an analyst firm, I think in a bank. Anyway, they predict that EVs will diminish oil demand equal to Iran's total output by 2025. And from what I can gather from the article, that's a drop of about 3.5 million barrels of oil a day. Uh, so that's pretty significant. Um, if EVs can reach a market saturation of a third of the global mount market by 2040, so if a third of the vehicles out there are EVs, then the oil consumption would drop by as much as 9 million barrels a day, which is significant. Um, but at the moment, you know, EVs are less than half a percent of the global market. So, you know, um, but, you know, the, the, if you look at it, eight years away, if we can drop it by three and a half million barrels, um, that's, a, that's a good. That, that's a positive. Uh, if you're going forward past that um, by 2040, we might we might be wholly electric because there's a lot of countries that are saying by 2030 2035 we need to be off of oil and onto EVs, so it might even be more significant than nine million barrels a day. I think right now the world is producing like forty nine billion dollars a day barrels a day. I think I can't remember the exact number. Um, so there there would still be forty million barrels a day being produced at 20 in 2040 according to this article okay next up fred lambert um tesla won't be outsourcing the seat manufacturing for model 3 well why is this significant well because we keep hearing about little little problems with with the suppliers and the model 3 and how the model 3 is delayed and it's not technically delayed they had a um they said we should be at this level by this time, which was 5,000 cars by December. And they're not there. So, yes, by their own announcement, they're a little behind. It, they set everybody's expectations at 5,000 cars. But, technically, this, this is a slow ramp up for the vehicles. The only Tesla employees and investors and SpaceX employees. Excuse me. <coughs> Oof, don't know where that came from. Sorry. And SpaceX employees, these are the only people that are getting the car at the moment anyway. So, um, while I know everybody wants to have their um, Model 3 who's on the reservation list, um, I wouldn't say necessarily they're behind. Tesla set an expectation that they probably shouldn't have. They should have gone a little bit more conservative. But anyway, I digress. The seats, I guess, have been a problem back in July. So now they're manufacturing their own seats. 
And this isn't the first time, and it's not even really that big of news other than Tesla sees a problem and they're like, well, we'll just bring an internal and fix it. Um, and they manufacture the seats for the Model S and the Model X too. But here's the thing that I found significant and actually um, this is this is something that um, something I appreciate about Tesla. So uh, in the article, whoever they were talking to, uh, some former executive, says Elon's ph philosophy is build it right, then figure out how to get the cost down. Amen. Like, I can't tell you how many times that we'll have, um, you name it. it, whether it's a fire truck, which I'm constantly having trouble with. Good God, I can't even tell you the, the nightmares uh, when I show up to work in the morning and something's broken and it's not even necessarily the previous crew's fault. It's just fire trucks are really complicated, but I would love for one of these manufacturers to build it right and not worry about the cost and figure out how to get costs down later. Um, that would make these trucks so much better. And we're talking like 500,000 to a million dollar trucks. Um, that would be fantastic if we could do that. Um, but anyway, I really like that quote, build it right, then figure out how to get the cost down. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. Let's see here. Gene at Teslarati. Elon is camping out on the on top of the on the roof of the Gigafactory in Sparks um, to help work through some production issues. And he tweeted or Instagrammed out some pictures of a bunch of people around a fire, uh, drinking whiskey, roasted marshmallows, and kind of having fun. But Elon says that it's easier to sleep on the roof than it is to drive back to his hotel in Reno. Takes less time, which is true. I used to live in Sparks, Nevada, and where I lived, it was it was a good distance from Reno. Nothing's too terribly far from Reno. I mean, for God's sakes, Elon could stay at the John Esquaga Nugget, John Esquaga's Nugget, 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 and uh, you know, he'd be r relatively close to the Gigafactory, but. Um, Really, this is what, for me, this is what it seems like. Elon thought, hey, it would be a lot of fun to just camp out on top of the roof. And uh, let's do that. Now there's a fire on top of the roof. Not really sure. Couldn't really tell. Looks like a half of a barrel cut, a barrel cut in half and just put on top of the roof. I don't know if that would necessarily pass any sort of fire code. Don't know. But um, I think it was partly practical for him to stay on site or near site and the other part was hey this would be a lot of fun to just hang out up on top of the roof with a bunch of friends and the weather's really nice in Reno right now in Sparks so it would just kind of be chill to sit out and have a little friendly bonfire um, because if he was really if he was really going uh, to stay there for any length of time um, he would have like RVs or camper trailers brought in so that people would have a place to sleep and shower and use the facilities and be clean and not stink. Um, but he does have a history, Elon, of sleeping like in the one of the the one of the stories we did not too long ago, probably a year ago. I mean, I've only been doing this for a little over a year, so it's got to be about a year this time, where the Model X was having the problems with the doors, and he was personally, he was at the end of the line personally inspecting each Model X, and he had a sleeping bag 
and he took over some office and was sleeping in there. So it's one in one hand, it's really cool that Elon gets down in the weeds because somebody or an employer who always is up and uh, solving problems from um, a high level, which sometimes you need that, um, doesn't really understand the day-to-day -day operations. So a decision that they make at a high level may not make sense at the low level. And the low level people aren't informed about the high level reasoning and the high level people aren't informed about the low level reasoning. So what happens is um, the higher ups issue an order, the lower end guys are like, and gals are like, that makes zero sense. And it, it would make more sense to do it this way, or we should um, just keep doing it the way you're doing it. And we'll just tell them we're doing it this way. Anyway, it just ends up causing a lot of confusion. So at least Elon's in there and he's checking to make sure um, that the decisions they're making at a higher level make sense at the low level. So um, I really respect him for doing that. That actually, it makes a lot of sense and it ends up making manufacturing better. A lot of places would not even, a lot of, um, a lot of higher up people in different I've worked in a lot of different manufacturing jobs. Um, I saw uh, the higher ups in the hallway and occasionally like in the cafeteria where they would sit in their own little group, but I rarely saw them walk in the floor. And if anything, I, I don't think I've ever seen them actively trying to solve a problem on a, on that, that low of a level. They're usually taking that really high um, look down approach, which is great because you got to take in all factors, but sometimes you forget to consider what the people on the line are actually experiencing. And your decision could actually make their job harder or make your product worse. So this is good. Um, just kind of in the same vein, Tesla uh, is building a factory in China to build the vehicles. Is this is a free trade zone that they're building? I think it's in Shanghai. Um, Tesla will still have to pay a tariff when they sell cars in China, but they can own the factory themselves. They don't have to partner with the Jeff, uh, the Chinese government, which means um, that they could pretty much build the cars how they want to build the cars, you know, barring any laws. Um, and, and they basically, they save money on shipping the cars over. But this is good for Tesla. Um, if they went the other way where they didn't have to pay the tariff, they would have to share some of the profit with the Chinese government. In addition to, um, I think they had to have a third party build the vehicle. So this kind of works out uh, for Tesla and it works out for China because they still get that money for the tariff, 25%. Next up, um, this is kind of a fun one. This is from T Gene at Teslarati. Tesla's hiring baristas for its LA location. So if you don't know what a barista is, the, those are the guys that make, and gals that make coffee. And I used to be a barista, actually. Um, this seems very, like, this seems like a very Tesla thing to do. Most places would just outsource, like, hey, we have a little spot. If you want to pay us some money, a small amount of money for rent, you could come and sell drinks here, or we'll pay your company to come and sell drinks. So they'd outsource it, but Tesla's bringing this in turtle and they're like, Hey, you can be an employee of Tesla, which I'm going to assume is you, if you work a full-time shift or full-time there, you would get access to the employee stock buy program. If they grant stock shares or options to their employees, you'd be a part of that. You would be 
um, you'd get insurance and things like that. So it's kind of a cool thing that they're not outsourcing it. Um, the responsibilities are to serve specialty drinks with exceptional attention to customers' needs, provide top-of-the-line customer service, versatility to also potentially serve as a bartender in the late afternoons, replenish general supplies while maintaining cleanliness of the service area, assist in maintaining sanitary ordinance, blah, 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 serve customers quickly and efficiently. There's just some of the responsibilities. Um, you need to be, for requirements, you need to be able to make espresso drinks, lattes, mochas, cappuccinos, and things like that. Uh, you have exceptional interpersonal abilities are essential. Um, proactivity and productivity are important. Exceed uh, service-oriented, be, be exceedingly service-oriented and upbeat. And this is my favorite, punctuality is the of the utmost importance. And I'm going to guess that's because... Um, uh, you got to get there early and people who get there early want their coffee. And if you're late, they don't get their coffee and then everybody's grumpy. Uh, la, let's see, this next one's from the verge and this is Zach Estrada. This is a good article. We talked last week about Tesla firing 200 to a thousand employees thereabouts. Um, I think it was last week or maybe, but in the week before those firings have now extended to solar city. Um, basically Tesla said, these are not layoffs. These are actual firings based on performance reviews. Now Tesla has a lot of employees and this ended up being, I think we I said less than 2% of the employees that Tesla has. So it's a relatively low number, but the United Auto Workers Union has filed a labor complaint on behalf of the fired work fired workers. The complaint alleges that it targeted pro union workers and kind of talked about this a little bit um if this was the case that, that that that's awful but basically um there was a protest with the uaw and over the firings in, in front of tesla and the <clears throat> this is a hard one um tesla said that like i said these are firings not layoffs if they were layoffs then they would have to no notify some labor authority and if it's more than 50 people, uh, the UAW said that Tesla was using performance reviews as a way to get rid of pro-labor um, employees who wore things like pro-labor shirts to work and things like that. Um, so, oh man, it's really hard. Okay, so let's assume this was a layoff. Like Tesla was like, wait, we don't want, we're, we're building the Model 3. We don't want um our stock price to drop but we have to get rid of some of these some people to save some money so we're going to lay people off but we're going to do it in the under the guise of firings that's wrong i don't know if that's what they did because they said they're going to be hiring more employees so it can't be layoffs um but basically if it were if they did come out with layoffs then they could potentially have a stock price hit and then also the model three some people might cancel their order. And then you also have the semi that's coming up, um, which in those things, you would think that Tesla would keep employees on because they're going through this production hell. They have the Model 3 that they're going to, they're still building other cars. And on top of that, soon they're gonna be announcing the Tesla semi. So there's a, I don't know, there's a lot to unpack under that strategy. Let's just say that they were targeting pro-union employees 
um, that's extremely illegal. And um, again, they already have these production problems at this point. Like if you really think that um, firing a bunch of people just because they're pro-union, you are going to be, you have to onboard new people, you have to get them trained up, and that puts you further behind. Or is it what Tesla really said? Is there just employees who just aren't performing? Now, I've worked at plenty of places, and I'm sure a lot of you have as well, where there are employees out there that you're doing a bunch of work. They're not doing a whole lot of work, and they're still getting credit for the work that you're doing. That's not fair. I don't know. I can't imagine that every single one of these employees deserve to be fired. Um, performance reviews are largely subjective based on their superiors, supervisors, like opinion of them. Like there's not a lot of objective. Now I don't know how Tesla does this, so I might be really talking out my rear end, but mine are completely subjective based on what my supervisor thinks of me. And Honestly, if your supervisor doesn't like you or you don't get along well or he has this misconception or she, I shouldn't just say that. Um, if they have this misconception that you are, my supervisor happens to be a male, so that's why I say he. Um, but if they have this misconception that you're lazy, even though you're not, and so-and-so, Roy over here is, is a stellar worker, even though he's not, it's not a perfect system, and some people are going to get fired who don't deserve to get fired, and that's really unfortunate, and I hope nobody that happens, I hope that doesn't happen to anybody, so um, don't get me wrong, but it could be that it's actually what Tesla says that it is. could be what the UAW says that it is, but it would be really stupid on Tesla's behalf to do that. I mean, super dumb, especially in light of all of the production problems they're having um, and all the bad press they're getting because of the Model 3 production, they would get even worse press for this. So I can't imagine that the, that is the case, but if it is, because I'm, I'm a proud union member, and I am pro-union, um, shame on Tesla, and I would have to, if that came out to be the case or true, um, I would have to rethink that. Now, I don't think Elon loves unions, but I don't think that he wants... Um, to just fire people based off of their beliefs. And there's some other articles about some um, LGBTQT um, employees saying there's some bias there. And here's, I mean, the, here's the facts. Um, Tesla, the company, may or may not be biased against unions or people who live an alternative lifestyle. Don't know if they are employees that work for that company maybe almost certainly there are employees in that company that have a problem with people who have an alternative lifestyle and it's not even really an alternative lifestyle it you know if you're gay or you're transgender or whatever um there are almost certain people inside of tesla that that makes them uncomfortable whether they are at the line level or at the supervisor level or even executive level there's probably somebody somewhere who doesn't agree with one of those things or more of them or both of them. Um, and are people being harassed internally from those people? I don't know, but I honestly don't think, uh, because just because it's in the, it's not really a Silicon Valley company, but just because in the area that it's in, it's usually thought to be more progressive. Um, I don't think the company itself has any, 
um, designs on on uh, the LGBTQT communities. I got all those number letters right. Anyway, the whole point is um, companies are made up of people, and people, while they're at work, are sometimes jerks. And if they're jerks, it, sometimes it reflects badly on the company. I'm not saying this is the case in Tesla. I'm not saying it's the case. I'm just saying this is a reality. Like if three skinhead Nazis decide to work at Tesla and be very vocal about being Nazis and Tesla employs them, then Tesla becomes the Nazi company. Does this make all sense? Like am I, I'm not apologizing. I'm just saying this is the, it's a very complicated issue. So let's finish up because normally I finish with these labor things. Um, but this time I'm going to, cause I'm trying to be fair this time. I'm going to afraid I'm going to finish with Elon Musk. So Elon went on a Australian 60 minutes on the Australian 60 minutes. And there's a little clip that they played where he gets upset and I'm going to play that right now. We'll see if it works. So let's drop this back just a little bit. So it's going to start a little bit before the actual. Clip almost a luxury item wow really? so let's drop this here life is becoming much harder as we get older now this is an older man talking and more than ever australians are struggling to pay for their power a record number of families are on hardship plans or deferred payments and the rate of disconnections in most states has risen sharply. For Elon Musk, learning of this growing power poverty is overwhelming. Cost of power is making it almost a luxury item. Wow. Really? Is really? That, I don't know, is that expensive? Australia has so many natural resources. I mean, even if you go the fossil fuel route, uh, Electricity should be very cheap. There are Australians today wondering if they can even turn on their lights. There are Australians today wondering, um, well, should we go without some food? Sure. In, in, that's just not something you would ever expect. I did not expect that. Hmm. We were quite a... So if you're watching the, the video, Elon actually gets upset. It looks like he's going to cry. And that's a really sad fact. Um, and I, I don't know. I, and I'm not saying that this isn't the case. But a lot of people, especially politicians, throw around, um, well, we could choose between our drugs and our food. Like we can have medications or we can have food. And in a lot of cases, that's not really the case because there's a lot of different ways for people to go out and get food. Whether that's food stamps or food banks or churches or things like that not that i'm saying that that's perfect you shouldn't have to go through that but nobody's going nobody's starving to have to pay for their medications they might not be able to pay for their medications um just because they don't have the money to but it's not it's rarely ever out well I, I can't do this because i have this in terms of at least in the united states in terms of needs because there's so many charities and so many organizations out there that that have programs or like i'm not a big fan of walmart but one of the things that walmart does very well is they have the really cheap prescriptions where they're two or three dollars or something like that 
So, um, so I'm always a little hesitant when they use that example. Is like you can either pay for food or you can pay for electricity. Well, in in most cases, you're gonna pay for food because you need food to live. You don't necessarily, unless you're in a really hot climate, need air conditioning to live. And even then, in the United States, it's illegal for the power company to disconnect somebody's electricity, or in Arizona anyway, um, because they could they could die. And this is this is the problem that happens all the time. But anyway, there are services, at least in the United States, that help um, cover that cost. So anyway, um, one of the things that I found surprising is Elon said, really, he didn't, he didn't know that. And I don't, I don't know when this was recorded, but he, he seems to be somebody that, that studies a lot. And it might be that he didn't know it. And it may be that uh, he, I don't think he's lying. I'm, I'm just saying it surprised me that it, it, somebody who goes into like the really uh, does the deep dives and everything that he does, it seems like, on the outside anyway, he he missed this fact. Because we've been talking about it on this podcast for at least a year, about Australia's power situation. But, uh, let's see, there are four states in Australia that um, are more, that pay more on average per kilowatt hour for electricity than many countries. So, um, that ranges at the four states from $34.66, uh, $34. or $0.34, cents, $0.34.66, cents, $0.34.66, $0.34.66, good God, to $0.47.13. Cents. Um, so that's that's high. In the United States, it's $0.15.75. Cents. In Great Britain, which is about in the middle, is $0.31.48. Cents. And in Denmark... Um, which is just below uh, Australia's highest state, and I can't remember which one it is, I don't have the thing in front of me, is 44.78 cents, so three cents lower than Australia's highest. Um, but what I liked uh, about this is, A, is it shows that, you know, and Elon gets emotional almost every event that he does because he cares and he's passionate. What I liked about this is it shows a side of Elon because everybody tends to put him um, in the realm of a, a robot or a, or a heartless person that does everything by algorithms without having any sort of emotional, um, uh, uh, any emotion put in his decision making. So um, it shows that he, it, he does have emotions and he is human like everybody else is, even though he's super smart and very successful. And the other thing that I like... Um, about it is uh it like when elon sets his mind to something when he said we'll we'll work harder when he sets his mind to something you look at like puerto rico or the tesla or you know the solar roof and um he genuinely and almost to almost to the detriment of his other projects he puts a lot of effort into it and this is good for everybody in australia but more so more than that it's good for everybody throughout the world because as these um as places like australia let's say get these new power pack systems online and the solar systems to support the power pack systems and the wind windmills to our turbines to support the power packs all this alternative energy and that price goes way down 
other countries are going to start going, hey, whether it's SolarCity or SunPower or whoever, let's go ahead and start doing this in our country. And then hopefully in the United States, maybe they'll consider doing it here. Um, there's lots of different um, there's lots of different avenues. Anyway, that's the show for today. I didn't mean for it to go 30 minutes. I really just kind of had diarrhea of the mouth. But I got to go pick up my kids because they get out of school in like 20 minutes. And it's about 20 minutes for me to get there. So I hope you all have a, a very good week. I will talk to you on Friday because I'll be recording another show to, tomorrow and adding it on Friday. So, yeah. So let's just call this our awkward goodbye right now. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.